Yes, no one's getting fatter than Mama Cass, all right. The great Mamas and the Papas, Michelle Phillips, John Phillips, Mama Cass, Elliot, and the best 60s folk rock band out there that you want to listen to. A little Creek Alley from 1967, ladies and gentlemen, if you will. And, of course, that is our lead-in tonight, however, what should be a very, very exciting night. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four caller ID, one three or excuse me, one four one three eight seven. <clears throat> Excuse me, for Wednesday night, March the 29th, 2017, and welcome to episode 46 for Outside the Ropes. I am your host tonight, the Iceman Jerry DiGirolamo. We've got a lot to dive into, so let's get into the news right now, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, what better news than our good friends at 411 Mania to give us the news, however, ladies and gentlemen. Our first story coming out, of course, from Joseph Lee, however, my very good friend at 411 Mania, who has given me the news, however. And here is the news, ladies and gentlemen. According to TV Line, however, it is reporting, however, that the Mindy Project, starting Mindy Kaling, of course, from The Office, better known to you all as uh, Kelly Kapoor, however, has been renewed for a sixth and final season at Hulu. About two years ago, the series was originally canceled by Fox after its third season before Hulu saved it and gave it three more. Now, earlier today, head of content Craig Erwick Keller said this, in a statement, and joining us live on the line, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first that we haven't heard from this gentleman in a while. We're glad to have him on the line with us. How are is Roddy K? Roddy K, welcome back to uh, Outside the Ropes, and it's been a while since we've heard from you. Roddy, are you there? All right, uh, let's see if Roddy K can uh, uh, come. Uh, Roddy K, you with us now? Okay, apparently Roddy K is 
on the caller ID. However, we'll get to him in just a few minutes. Anyway, getting back to what we were saying, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier today, Hulu head of content Craig Erwick said this in a statement, however. It has been an honor and a joy to work with Mindy and the entire creative team behind the Mindy Project, however. This series has been part of Hulu since we launched the service, and thanks to Mindy's incredibly unique voice, it has remained one of our most popular and beloved series over the past five years. While we can't wait to see what Mindy has in store for what will undoubtedly be a fantastic sixth and final season, we know that the Mindy Project will always live on as fans will continue to watch, discover, and relive all the best moments from the complete series on Hulu. So, folks, uh, those of you who are wondering... Uh, when that new season will start, we do not know yet, but we do know for a fact, however, that this will indeed be the final season of the Mindy Project. Uh, some other news to report, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier today, of course, uh, reports again from our good friend Larry Zonka at 411 Mania reported that apparently that The Rock and Vin Diesel, yes, folks, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Vin Diesel were having issues during the filming of The Fate in the Furious, the new movie that will be coming out in just a few weeks. Now, according to reports, however, sources claim that the two actors, however, kept each other during the media tour, however. Universal downplayed the issues and said that the two actors had been on different continents, or excuse me, yes, different continents throughout the tour. Diesel, Charlie Snow, and the rest of the cast will be on hand to promote the film at Cinecon, however, in Las Vegas, however, believe it or not, in about a week and a half. Now, as you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was just in Las Vegas less than a day ago promoting and participating in Baywatch's presentation at CinemaCon, but then left Vegas shortly thereafter early this morning and is now back on set of uh, the TV show Ballers in Miami. So, unfortunately, The Rock is keeping a very, very busy schedule, to say the least. Now, uh, I believe let's try Roddy K. Kid. Roddy K., are you back with us, sir? Roddy, are you there? Okay, I guess he is having some technical difficulties, so unfortunately, we'll try to come back to him in a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, some other news to report, of course. Uh, the movie reports of the week, however, and here is what they are, ladies and gentlemen. As we will always give you our um, movies of the week, however, ladies and gentlemen. And here is your um, new uh, movie report, however, for the week, however. Uh, excuse me, just a second. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, um, here are the top movies of the week. In case you're wondering, this week, ladies and gentlemen, here is the box office report. Uh, this week, ladies and gentlemen, here is your top movies of the week. At number one, Beauty and the Beast continues to be the big winner, however, at the box office, taking in another $90.5 million, and in just two weeks, however, has done quite well on a budget of $160 million, as it has grossed over $319 million. Power Rangers, however, one of the new movies of the week, however, debuted at number two with $40.3 million. Kong Skull Island fell down a spot, however, to third place, finishing out with fourteen point six million, however. Number four, Life, the intense thriller starring Jake Gyllenhaal and, of course, Ryan Reynolds, of course, debuted in the number four spot with $12.5 million. And at number five, ladies and gentlemen, Logan fell two spots from number three to number five, however, 
as it finished with $10.3 million. Now, the other new movie of the week, however, that uh, debuted last week, Chips, however, sorry, Dax Shepard as uh, Baker and Michael Pena as Poncherillo, debuted to a very paltry week, $7.7 million, and finished in the number seven spot. Now, movies coming out this week, however, include the following. The Boss Baby with Alec Baldwin, Steve Buscemi, and Lisa Kudrow, which looks like to be a very good film. Ghost in the Shell starring Scarlett Johansson. The Zookeeper's Wife starring Jessica Chastain. And, of course, uh, Johan Heldenberg. Donnie Darko, a uh, new uh, remake, however, with uh, new footage that we didn't see in the original film, starring Drew Barrymore, Mary McDonald, and Jake Gyllenhaal, will be re-released to fans everywhere. And in New York and L.A., however, for you sci-fi fans, Rooney Mara, Robert Redford, and Jason Siegel start in the Discovery. So, folks, those are your uh, top movies of the week, however, of this week, however as far as what's playing and what did well at the box office. Now, uh, some other news to report from the past week, of course, for you football fans everywhere. Of course, this past week, of course, uh, the big news went down on Monday afternoon in Phoenix, Arizona. If you did not hear, it has become official and was confirmed to us Monday afternoon during Raw Radio, however, midway through the afternoon. Excuse me. As a result, we understand, however, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, that, uh, believe it or not, in case you did not hear, how are the Oakland Raiders, however, yes, folks, the Oakland Raiders, however, who uh, have been fighting over the last couple months of playing in Las Vegas, Nevada, possibly with a brand-new $2 billion stadium, got every vote but one handed to them, as the Miami Dolphins were the only team that held out, however, for uh, basically not allowing the Oakland Raiders to leave Las Vegas. Excuse me, Oakland for Las Vegas. Well, as a result, however, needless to say, they uh, ended up losing that. However, as every voter said yes to the matter. And as a result, beginning in 2019 or 2020, however, the Oakland Raiders will be playing in a brand new 65,000-seat, $2 billion stadium, however, that will be furnished to them by the city of Las Vegas. Now, there's early reports speculating, and I heard this earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, that the Raiders will be playing at their current home, the OCO, a.k.a. the Oakland Alameda Cowling Coliseum, this coming season. As far as 2018 and 2019 go, there is still some talk about that. In fact, early reports say that they could be playing another year in that stadium in 2018 going into 2019, but there has also been speculation now that there are reports that they might be leaving the Coliseum after this coming season, however, in 2017-2018, and might play in San Antonio for a year or so, and then in 2019 play in a short-term stadium, Sam Boyd Stadium, on the campus of UNLV, before moving into their official digs in 2020. But, of course, we will keep you up to date if we hear anything else about it. But, again, in case you're wondering, if you did not hear the news again, ladies and gentlemen, officially, it passed on Monday that the Las Vegas, excuse me, the Oakland Raiders will be indeed Moving to Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, however, in more ways than one. And as a result, the Oakland Raiders, however, have now announced their intention that they will be moving, once again, this time from Oakland, California, if you will, however, all the way to Sin City, Las Vegas, however, and begin their career as the Las Vegas Raiders in the next couple of years, however, as the NFL earlier this past week in Phoenix approved the bill, however, that will allow the team to move to Sin City. 
Uh, before we continue on anything else, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, of course, coming up this uh, evening at 8 p.m., joining the Black Widow, myself, and King NWO, Gerard T. Smith on Wrestling Debate, 139925-pound. Beginning at 8 p.m., we'll be talking about uh, who knows what, of course, with WrestleMania just around the corner. And, of course, coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll be back with another edition of Revolution. The caller ID is 138055-pound. Gerard and I will have your news and Headlines for you, and of course, uh, John Gross, uh, the human suplex machine, our good friend, will have birthdays and dates in history. And of course, we'll be recapping also last night's SmackDown, which was a very interesting night, if you will, in Richmond, Virginia. Of course, our own uh, First Lady of Wrestling, the Black Widow herself, was in attendance last night with her mother and her son, Caleb. And I know she'll have a lot to say about tonight's show, or last night's show, as well as all of us, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, don't forget this Saturday night. Join Gerard and myself at 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, for what will be an exciting Saturday night, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, as we will be covering NXT TakeOver from beginning to end at 8 p.m. here on Talk Show. The caller ID is 138982. And, of course, we will be giving you our predictions and thoughts how are on the show this coming Saturday night during TakeOver. And then, of course, this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, who knows what else will be in store with the final Friday heading into WrestleMania 33, which is this coming Sunday on Hall of Fame night. We will be back again with Revolution. The caller ID is 138055-POUND. And, of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a two for Thursday, if you will, beginning at 7 p.m. with Top Peeling with Gerard, myself, and Michelle. The caller ID is 14562. And at 9 p.m. we'll have another edition, ladies and gentlemen, as we will be back in the saddle once again with Wolfpack Radio. The caller ID is 138521 pounds. So, folks, it promises to be a very exciting couple of days and of course we'll have more to talk about here in just a second but uh, some other news to report here is some other news going on in the world of entertainment and sports if you will of course as we mentioned ladies and gentlemen this coming weekend is going to be a very exciting weekend of course this Saturday night of course in Phoenix, Arizona ladies and gentlemen that's right Phoenix, Arizona if you will we'll have a very exciting night however to say the least, and as a result, this coming uh, Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, of course, will be the NCAA Men's Final Four. Of course, uh, the Gonzaga Bulldogs will be taking on the South Carolina Gamecocks in Game 1 of the semifinals. Gonzaga making their first-ever Final Four appearance, of course, last week. They defeated the West Virginia Mountaineers and crushed the Xavier Musketeers, who defeated the... uh, their adversary, the Arizona Wildcats, a week ago Thursday night in the first, uh, first round, of the third round of the NCAA tournament. As a result, those teams will get it on just after six o'clock this coming uh, Saturday night in Phoenix. And then at 8:45, the game of the night, which should be a very exciting night. However, it will be Roy Williams's North Carolina Tar Heels taking on Dana Altman and the Oregon Ducks, making their first Final Four appearance since 1939, folks. So it is definitely going to be a very, very interesting night, however, this coming Saturday night, however, as far as uh, the Final Four goes. So, folks, be sure to check that out this coming week, however, on uh, uh, Saturday night on CBS. I believe Roddy K is now still with us. Still, Roddy K, are you with us, sir? Hello? Let's try this one time. Roddy K uh, going once. Roddy K, are you with us now? I have nothing to contribute. I'm just listening. Okay, now we hear him. It's been a while. Roddy K's finally joined us now. Roddy K, welcome to the show. How are you tonight, my man? Good. I got, I got not so good audio. I'm not in a good area, so just listen. Okay. Well, we were just talking a little bit about, obviously, the men's Final Four. We were talking about the Raiders moving to Las Vegas. Uh, would you like to share your thoughts about that, if you could, please? Nah, I'm good. Well, one of the... 
Uh, what was that? We we kind of lost you there. What did you say now? No, I just, I just would like to listen. Oh, okay. Good show. Okay, okay. Uh, one thing we are going to talk about a little bit and touch upon it, of course, uh, is this coming uh, Sunday night with WrestleMania. Uh, your thoughts about the car going into Sunday night? Okay, I think we are definitely having some difficulties with Roddy K because Roddy K did tell us I think he's having a tough time with his signal. Uh, one thing I can point out, ladies and gentlemen, however, oddly enough, it was 30 years ago on this day today, ladies and gentlemen, that we saw a very historical uh, matter, however, happen. However, as far as, uh, what was going to say, as far as WrestleMania goes, it was on this day that, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we saw Hulk Hogan take on Andre the Giant in front of 93,000 people at the Pontiac Silverdome. It was also on that same very night we saw Randy Macho Man Savage and his late wife, the great first lady of wrestling, Miss Elizabeth, however, take on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, of course, with George the Animal Steel. Uh, all those people are no longer with us except for Ricky, uh, except for Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat's the only one who is left out of that uh, contingent. But, folks, that was a very historical night, however, in a lot of ways, however, certainly, of course. And uh, Roddy K has now left us now. So, Roddy K, thank you. I know uh, you've had a tough time with your signal, but uh, please do call back if you get a chance. If not, it was good hearing from you, and hopefully we'll check back in with you at a later time. Uh, but as I was saying, folks, uh, this was a very historical night, to say the least, in a lot of ways, at the Pontiac Silverdome. It is no longer around, unfortunately, referring to the Silverdome. But on this night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it was a very unique night, to say the least, however. Um, in a lot of ways, of course, a lot of people uh, could not believe uh, what we had seen, however. Uh, at the time, however, a lot of people, however, was not really sure, however. Uh, mind you, of course, many people thought, however, that after what had happened at the first two WrestleManias, however, uh, that they could not pull off this one, however, in a lot of ways. I mean, the first uh, WrestleMania, as you know, had been held in Madison Square Garden, for 20,000 people. I uh, had pitted Hulk Hogan versus, uh, excuse me, not Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan and his friend Mr. T, if you will, however, teaming up, however, with Jimmy Superfly Schnook, of course, taking on the late right, uh, Hot Rod, Roddy Piper, and his partner, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, if you will. Uh, this was a very interesting night, of course, in a lot of ways, about 20,000 people. We also saw the Battle of the Giants that night. Big John Studston, 6'8", 6'8", and a quarter, 350, 360, and way take on the big Andre, the Giants, 7'4", 470 pounds at the time. He had not gone over 500 pounds just yet, but it would be a few years later. Uh, when he reached that mark, but at the time, Andre was weighing between 450 and 460, if you ask me, in weight, however. And uh, this was billed as the body slam match around the world. It also had an interesting, unique tag team matchup in pitting uh, Classy Freddie Blassie with the former WWF World Champion, the Iron Sheik, teaming up with Nikolai Volkov, taking on the U.S. Express of Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo with their uh, manager, the late great Captain Louis Albano. So, folks, it was a very unique night. But two years later, of course, uh, many people were wondering if they would be returning to Madison Square Garden for the second time in three years to host WrestleMania. And, unfortunately, that was not the case on this night. However, as a result, however, Vince McMahon in late January, early February that year announced to the world, however, that they would be going for the world's biggest all-time record, however. And until last year, ladies and gentlemen, however, it was the biggest record on record, however, as over 93,000 people packed into the Silver Dome, however, and saw probably one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, however, and two of the greatest matches in history, Hogan versus Andre, and, of course, Steamboat versus Savage, which, in my opinion, was better than Hogan and Andre. Not to say Hogan and Andre was bad, mind you, but you know what, however, when you have two 
uh, underappreciated wrestlers that never got the credit they deserved on this night. However, it was these two. I mean, these two went out there and stole the show, no pun intended. And I would say right after that, Hogan and Andre definitely gave everyone a very good main event. Of course, Hogan at the time was 33 years old. He had been champion for about three years plus at this point, staying six foot eight, three twenty, while Andre was seven foot four, over five hundred pounds, about five oh five, five ten in weight. And uh, nevertheless, this was a very, very unique match to say the least. Uh, some other significant note of significance on the state in history, however, we were talking about basketball just a little bit ago, ladies and gentlemen. It was on this day, believe it or not, and I know Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw will be on the line. He'd be smiling about this one. I'm sure he remembers this a little bit hearing the story about this, but if not, it was 35 years ago tonight, ladies and gentlemen, that a certain person by the name of Jordan, yes, folks, his royal heiress, Michael Air Jordan, helped his team beat the Georgetown Hoyas, ladies and gentlemen, 63-62 in the Superdome, however, to win their first NCAA championship since 1957 after Dean Smith had tried and tried of winning the brass ring. He finally came through by defeating John Thompson, Pat Ewing, and, of course, the great Georgetown Hoya team of the 1981-82 season. It was a year before that the uh, Carolina Tar Heels had finished up uh, second place again by finishing in the runners-up category in Philadelphia, but on this night, that would change, however, in 1982, however, when they won their first NCAA title final however, after 25-plus years at the time by capturing as they defeated the Georgetown Hoyas. And speaking of basketball, folks, we all NBA hoop fans tonight. We got a great game lined up at 9.30 p.m. on ESPN. It's going to be a doozy. It'll be the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry taking on the San Antonio Spurs. So, folks, buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a great night of action on ESPN beginning at 9.30 as the Warriors and the Spurs will be locking horns, however, on NBC's Wednesday night game of the week, however, on ESPN. Uh, also, some other games uh, of no teller for you NBA hoop fans tonight. However, kind of an okay game, however. It will be pitting the Washington Wizards versus the Clippers, but for my money, however, talking about great action tonight, it can't get any better than the Spurs and the Warriors beginning at 9.30 p.m. And I see Roddy K has now returned with us back to the line, so Roddy K, welcome back to the show. Um, of course, as you know, folks, uh, Major League Baseball is starting off there, uh, believe it or not, Major League season this coming weekend, of course. Uh, my hometown team, the Pittsburgh Pirates, will be in Boston this coming Monday playing the Boston Red Sox before they open up their home season a week from Friday against the Atlanta Braves. But I know for a fact tonight, talking about great games, how are you hockey fans out there, there could be no better game than 8 o'clock tonight when the Chicago Blackhawks come into Pittsburgh and take up on the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins have been beamed up quite a bit the last few weeks, but as a result, Sid Crosby will be uh, trying to... Uh, Continue to uh, make his statement claim, however, and try to hold off Connor McDavid for a challenge in for the Art Ross Trophy, if you will. As a result, these two will be dropping the puck just after 8 o'clock at the PPG Paints Arena tonight on NBC Sports Network. So uh, be sure to check us out there. And then for you TSN fans, however, in Canada, however, it's going to be a pretty good game between the LA Kings and Calgary. But again, for games that are really exciting tonight, I cannot name a better game than the Blackhawks and the Penguins. The Penguins have lost three in a row, and of course are hoping to try to get some of their key components healthy again tonight. We'll have to wait and see if that's going to happen, uh, and hopefully the bleeding will stop as they've lost three in a row. But uh, we'll have to wait and see, folks. It's going to be very, very interesting. The Penguins have been struggling as of late. Of course, they've been doing pretty well all year, but with the playoffs just around the corner and trying to get a hold of the top spot by holding off the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Washington Capitals. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of standing they'll be finishing in in less than a week from now when the season ends 
and the playoffs are two weeks away in who they'll draw in the first round. But I'll tell you what, right now, the Penguins need a lot of guys back in their lineup. I mean, this is the time that they have to get guys healthy. Otherwise, it could be a really short uh, postseason run for them this year and not repeating as the Stanley Cup champions. But we'll definitely have to check it out, however, uh, and let you know about it. But in my opinion, it's going to be very interesting, let's just say. It's going to be very, very interesting to see if they can uh, get some of these guys healthy, like Geno Malkin, Connor Sherry, Chris Letang, among others, returning to the line tonight. Again, we don't know yet if that's going to happen, but we will definitely check it out for you. Um, let's see here. Uh, as I said, Roddy K is back with us now, so I'm going to uh, now ask him as he is on the line with us officially. Uh, Roddy, i got to ask you uh, your thoughts about uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, the big extravaganza that I've mentioned already is WrestleMania. What do you think about WrestleMania this Sunday? See if we can try him here. I know we've had we've been having difficulties with him all night, so uh, apparently he's in a bad area. Okay, let's see if we can try him now. Roddy, are you with us now? Hello? Hello, hello? Okay, apparently Roddy K is not with uh, is having a difficult time with us, so uh, we'll try back with him shortly. Uh, so, folks, uh, anyway, some other news to report, however, as we continue on here on Beyond the uh, Behind the Ropes, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't forget this coming Monday on Raw Radio, we will be talking about the aftermath of NXT and WrestleMania on Raw Radio, 138744-pound, beginning at 3 p.m. That's going to be a very interesting... Uh, show, if you will. Uh, so be sure to check us out this coming week, folks. It is going to be a very glorious, no pun intended, show. And of course, we will be giving you our thoughts this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, as far as um, that goes. And we'll give you our. Sorry about that. Just munch on something there. Um, we're going to definitely give you our thoughts, however, uh, this coming uh, Monday. But. Um, this Sunday, folks, prior to WrestleMania, be sure to check us out on the pre-show, however, with your predictions, and also maybe a better two on Revolution, of course, which should be a very exciting pre-WrestleMania edition, folks, and that sounds to be very, very exciting uh, this coming week, however. This coming week, however. Uh, that being said, however, it's going to be very interesting to hear what we're going to have to hear from... Uh, like I said, however, from all of you, of course, we'll be giving our predictions and our thoughts, however, this coming Sunday. Uh, who knows what else we'll be discussing, however, but I promise to be a very, uh, like I said, it's going to be very interesting. And like I said, however, uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Like I said, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, talking about the WWE, congratulations to former WWE uh, diva and uh, current Former WWE superstar Alberto El Patron, a.k.a. Alberto Del Rio, uh, for getting married today. Uh, we understand that they were getting married today uh, after all the storm uh, basically hit the fan last week. Of course, as you know, uh, a lot of people still talking about uh, the so-called uh, tape power that leaked out last week that somehow has really continued to uh, become a big, big, uh, let's just say, big stink to say the least. As a result, however, mind you, however, uh, we've seen a lot of things, uh, let's just say, however, a lot of things happen, of course. Uh, as a result, however, Paige, of course, uh, as you know, last week, of course, came out with a supposed uh, illicit tape, if you will. 
as a result, however, we understand that uh, there was apparently some tape coming out involving Page. And as a result, however, we understand that Page, of course, uh, at the time, however, said that someone hacked into her account on Twitter, however, and that someone posted the video, however, as far as it goes. Uh, that being said, however, very, very interesting reactions from a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people think that um, what Paige did was wrong and that she should apologize for her uh, actions, if you will. Uh, that being said, however, um, in my opinion, however, I have no opinion about it because I've not seen it. Like I said, a lot of people say that Paige was wrong. Uh, a lot of people think that Paige was totally uh, wrong about her actions. Uh, my opinion, I have no comment on the matter. All I can say is that Paige, uh, if she did do it, however, was the one that put it out. However, she should be, I wouldn't say ashamed of herself, but I should say that she really just, I don't know, she just thinks that everyone should uh, feel sorry for her and uh, basically uh, say that uh, they should... Uh, Wish her nothing that uh, hopefully they can get the person who ever put the tape out. Uh, but nevertheless, however, I just think uh, what she did was wrong, in my opinion. I mean, if she did do this however, on her own, however, then she should be held accountable for her actions. If she didn't, uh, well, hopefully they'll catch the person who did, but we'll just have to wait and see, folks. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, let's see if Roddy K has returned to the line with us now. Roddy K, are you back with us, sir? Hello, Roddy. Okay, apparently Roddy K is still having some technical difficulties with us today, so unfortunately we will try to get to him before the uh, show is over. But if not, folks, we will definitely uh, like to hear from you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. No question about it uh, here on the show today. Uh, like I said, folks, uh, very, very interesting to say the least. Uh, overall, however, excuse me, um, like I said, just in my opinion, however, it's just, I don't know. Uh, but like I said, there was a lot of people talking about uh, that whole incident that occurred last week uh, in more ways. I want to know, and we'll talk about some other things here in just a second. So just a second, I'll be telling you more about it in just a minute. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. Um, some other news. Uh, to report, however, uh, we understand, of course, um, that Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman have announced that they will be working on a new series together called The Handmaid Project. It consists of uh, six episodes in which they will co-host, and, which is a competition with artists trying to impress judges with handmade pieces. Variety reports that these two are reuniting for the show, however, and earlier today, Poehler said about the project, however... I'm thrilled to be uh, celebrating, like I said, however, uh, celebrating artists who make things by hand. I'm looking forward to fully conquering my fear of paper mache. Well, Offerman added, however, mind you. People who make things are my favorite kind of folk. Practical, clever, and terrific in a pinch. That makes me tickle pink to have a front row seat at this prodigious display of talent and admiring and cheering on an amazing crop of American makers. Plus, Amy and I have a strong tradition of Tom Floyd, so let's see if we don't have some good old-fashioned fun. Um, in my opinion, that's good to see. Uh, Amy Poehler is one of my favorite actresses. You know, she's been in 
movies like Baby Mama, uh, among others, however. So congratulations to her and Nick Offerman, uh, certainly, however, on their pro- new project. And uh, I hope uh, that it works out for them. I really do. Uh, when it will air and where it will air, uh, we don't know as of yet. But uh, we will let you know about that. Um, excuse me, in the coming days ahead. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, we want to thank our good friend Jeremy Thomas, who every week gives me this news, however, on his uh, site here at 411 Mania. Um, they have announced so far that so far that they've announced the following shows will be either renewed or canceled. Uh, as of now, CBS has announced that they will be giving out new seasons to Bull, MacGyver, Superior Donuts, Mental Plan, Kevin Can Wait, Blue Bloods, NCIS, Life in Pieces, Mom, uh, Scorpion, Madam Secretary, and of course the Big Bang Theory. Now, as of now, however, CBS however, says that right now, however, that these are the shows as well as ABC that could be staying and could be going. ABC has already announced that they have decided to renew Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, The Middle, and How to Get Away with Murder. Meanwhile, likely shows to get a renewal include the following Modern Family, The Goldbergs, Speechless, Blackfish, American Housewife, Fresh Off the Boat, Last Man Saying Once Upon a Time. Now, shows that could be uh, uh, really on the outs with the network include the following uh, Dr. Ken and the Real O'Neills could be given the heave ho after just a couple of years. While canceling, it looks like shows like Wanako, American Crime, Secrets and Lies, and Time After Time, believe it or not, could be on their way out the door as they continue to drop. Uh, we already mentioned the CBS shows that will be uh, renewed, while shows that are going to be likely canceled include the following. Uh, Training Day, Elementary, Ransom, and The Odd Couple, believe it or not, uh, starring Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon as Felix and Oscar after two years. Now, NBC has announced the following shows that have been renewed. This Is Us, however, The Good Place, Superstore, and Shades of Blue. Uh, among shows that will be renewed include Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Mad, Chicago Justice, a lot of Chicago shows, as you can tell, folks. Uh, also, Law & Order, SVU. Um, right now, on the bubble at this point, it could be either staying or going include Emerald City, Powerless, Blind Spot, Timeless, and The Blacklist, Redemption, while, believe it or not, uh, Grimm will be canceled, however, as this is the final season for them. Now, let's go to Fox. Here are the shows that have done well on Fox. Empire continues to do really well, along with The Simpsons, Lethal Weapon, Bob's Burgers, Lucifer, and Star, as well as The Mix, starring Caitlin Olsen, of course, the person better known to you all as Sweet D. Reynolds, however, on the FXX uh, comedy, bar comedy, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Among the shows that will be renewed, more than likely, include Family Guy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm not surprised there. As far as uh, shows that could be on the outs, they include New Girl, maybe, possibly The Last Man on Earth and 24 Legacy, while shows that could be canceled officially, however, include Son of Zorn, The Exorcist, Scream Queens, Sleepy Hollow, and Making History. Now, to the CW, here is where these shows lay at the moment. The Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow, as well as Legends of Tomorrow, however, at this point, pretty much going to be renewed by the CW Network itself, ladies and gentlemen, so you don't have to worry about those shows being pulled off the air, ladies and gentlemen. As far as uh, 
shows that have been renewed, however, as of now, none. Uh, shows that could be out on their butts, supposedly, include Frequency No Tomorrow, while the original is up in the air at this point, as far as that goes, on whether or not it'll stay on the CW. So, folks, those are some of your shows right now that could be staying and going in the coming weeks ahead. Uh, personally, my opinion, out of the shows I've seen so far, I've seen a lot of these shows, I can tell you, a couple of these shows, I would not be surprised if they get the ink I mentioned. Obviously, um, on ABC, uh, I would not be surprised after two years, Dr. Ken and the real O'Neills get it up, get the old heave-ho. I mean, they've done absolutely terrible, terrible shows uh, since they first began. I watch them every week, obviously, and thinking they're going to get better and hopefully um, just improve their rating stock, supposedly with the fans like me out there, and apparently they're just continuing to just drop like a stone. Uh, one show that I'm kind of really disappointed about that has not done really well so far, and I have not watched it yet this week, and I'm going to have to catch up on it later this week, is Time After Time. Uh, the story of Jack the Ripper and, of course, H.G. Wells, based on the 1979 action uh, drama uh, thriller starring Malcolm McDowell and excuse me, David Warner. I'm surprised they made a show out of this. I have caught every show except the last week's show so far, and I'll tell you what, so far I've been very impressed with the show. Um, I would not be surprised that after they, when they finish the show, either sometime in April or May, they give the old heap as well. Like I said, I mean, looking at the ratings right now, they've done very, very bad. A 0.57, they're barely keeping their heads above water ahead of American crime, and not challenging Guanaco as of yet. But uh, we'll see what happens this week, however, if they're going to be able to pick it up or not. Um, as far as CBS goes, um, some of the shows that have done well, of course, obviously the Big Bang Theory, I'm not surprised that it's done really well. Mom continues to do well in its fourth year. Uh, but a couple of shows that I'm kind of really surprised that that has made the shows that will be renewed at least for another year include Kevin Can Wait starring Kevin James, which I think is a big mistake. Man with a Plan starring uh, Matt LeBlanc, which I originally thought when they debuted was not going to do very well. It was going to be canceled after just a few weeks. Continues to do somewhat all right. Um, also, uh, Superior Donuts now. The shows that uh, are going to be renewed include The Great Indoors and Criminal Minds, which I don't understand why they're renewing The Great Indoors. I think it's a terrible show. I've seen a couple episodes of that show, too, and I think it's absolutely horrible. Um, as far as whether or not The Odd Couple, Two Broke Girls, Training Day in Elementary will be staying on television beyond this year, that's still up in the air at this point. I would not be surprised if they all be given the boot by CBS, but we'll just have to wait and see how that happens. Uh, as far as NBC goes, I'm not surprised that this is how it's been done very well for them so far. But as far as uh, shows that have not done very, very well so far, uh, Taken, I know, has been really suffering. Trial and error already after just a couple of weeks during John Lithgow, however, has been really, really suffering, however, in just three weeks' time as they continue to really uh, somewhat have a tough time getting audience members to watch. And, of course, uh, the other show that's really up in the air at this point is The Blacklist, and that's kind of surprising as well. Um, as far as Fox goes, uh, the shows there that have surprised me about staying on the network, I'm not surprised about Empire uh, or Bob's Burgers, even though Bob's Burgers could be a little bit better, I think. Uh, the one show that I'm kind of surprised that they are really kind of thinking about pulling, obviously, is The Last Man on Earth. I've heard a lot of 
fair things about that show. I would not be surprised if they get the old heave-ho by next week. Uh, as far as any other shows that have really deserved a chance to be canceled, I think the list is pretty good there, including uh, APB, Scream Queens, and, of course, Making History. I mean, all those shows have just been absolutely horrible, especially Making History. It's an absolutely terrible, terrible show. I think I've watched an episode or two of that show as well. In fact, I watched those today, a couple episodes today, before we came on the air today, and i got to tell you, I was not very impressed whatsoever. And finally, as far as the CW goes, I'm not surprised. Supergirl, The Flash, and Arrow have done real well, while Frequency No Tomorrow could be given the heave-ho. Uh, the one show that they did cancel, and it came out to be a very poor rating, obviously, was The Vampire Diaries in Rain, as they scored a 0.38 and a 0.21, respectively. So there you have it, folks. Uh, some of the latest uh, TV shows that have done good and not so great, however, uh, as of late, of course, we will have an update on this next week. Uh, we do know for a fact that at the end of April, our Flash, The Flash will be returning to network TV however, on April 25th. So uh, there you go, folks, in case you're wondering when that's going to happen, however, when that's going to be debuting, however, that is going to be debuting there on uh, the 25th of April. Uh, let's see what else is going on. What's trending here? Uh, let's take a look now while we're on the air, however, what's trending in Facebook. And we'll give you the latest uh, scuttlebutt there. And here is some of the news here. Uh, first off, uh, Dateline, uh, apparently, however, Slawazi, India, believe it or not. Earlier today, an Indonesian farmer was found, discovered inside the belly of a giant python after the swollen snake was caught near the man fans while harvesting his crops, believe it or not. Ooh, talk about an ugly mess there, folks. I mean, that's pretty nasty, to say the least. Uh, so uh, our thoughts and prayers are with this family's friend, this guy's family and friends. Uh, very, very uh, sad to hear the news about this, and uh, that's pretty uh, rough, to say the least. Uh, also, some other news, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, believe it or not. Samsung uh, Galaxy S8 uh, is apparently reporting, however, that they're going to be taking... The wraps off their new uh, phone today in New York, however, even though they could uh, possibly reveal a dual tooth, Bluetooth, excuse me, auto function and more. So uh, very, very interesting to say the least there. Uh, so definitely um, that is what's going on. Uh, see what else is going on. Stephen Colbert, of course, uh, uh, definitely continue to ridicule our fearless leader, the president, however, and earlier this week, however, had a chance to criticize him by saying, how it sounds like an oxymoron, but so does President Trump. This, of course, comes on the verge after President Trump power, uh, made a push for clean coal, if you will. So uh, very, very interesting uh, statements made by the uh, president, if you will. Uh, so there you go. Um, um, some other news. Trending, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in case you're wondering, we're going to dive into that right now, and just bear with me here, folks. Um, uh, so, let's talk about some other news, however. Uh, apparently, however, Julia Moore is in the news, believe it or not, and here is uh, the story about her. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes, but uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that apparently, however, Uh, some news going on, however, as we mentioned already, 
Uh, mind you, some other news going on. Of course, uh, let's see if we can. Uh, uh, so, I'm just uh, just bear with me, folks. I'm just trying to get some other news going on. Uh, going on. Uh, of course, next week, as you know, the very first major of the golf calendar campaign will be taking place at Augusta National Golf Club, there in Augusta, Georgia. The Masters will be taking place, and excuse me. There is some early speculation as to whether or not that Jason Day will be participating in the tournament. However, uh, of course, his I believe it is his mother, if I'm not mistaken, or his grandmother, not doing very well right now. We'd like to send out get well wishes to them, uh, to the Day family, on this uh, very heartbreaking tragedy, uh, to say the least, and wish them nothing but the best and a speedy recovery. As of now, Jason Day has not said, however, ladies and gentlemen, if he will be um, returning to action, however, possibly uh, at the Masters. But we will definitely keep you up to date, however, on that in more ways than one, however. And I'll let you know, however, about that, ladies and gentlemen. So um, we will definitely be watching that very carefully. Um, As far as anything else goes, I don't think we have that much left to discuss. Of course, as I've reminded you folks, I'll remind you again, let's give you the number one seven two four 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 seventy forty four call ID one four one three eight seven. This is episode forty six of Outside the Ropes. Of course, I am your host, the Iceman. Uh Jared D. Girolamo, of course, uh, Mr. Dice Chad Hinshaw will be joining us live in the saddle at nine o'clock tonight, but he will be back in the saddle here with Outside the Ropes next week. He could not be here unfortunately tonight due to a prior obligation. But we will have the King and Queen of Mr. and Mrs. Madness on the show for you ladies and gentlemen beginning at eight PM on what should be a very action and spirit wrestling debate, one three nine nine two five pound. Uh that being said, be sure to check us out, ladies and gentlemen, however, as that should be a very interesting uh show. However, coming up tonight, of course, be sure to check us out there. Um like I said, I don't think we have that much to discuss, however. Uh, like I said, however, uh, we're going to take you out now, however, a little early, however, because there's not much else to discuss unless anyone wants to give us a call. Uh, that being said, however, like I said, like I said, however, like I said, we're going to take you out with some music tonight, however, um, and... Uh, we're going to take you out, however, with, uh, like I said, this is uh, a pretty good tune. I think you're going to like it. However, uh, we've heard this before, so we're going to play it again for you. It is the Psychedelic Furs, ladies and gentlemen, with Love My Way. So, folks, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, we want to thank you for listening in tonight. Uh, as always, God bless, and we'll catch you on the flip side. So, for now, reporting live from Ringside, this is the Iceman, Jared D. saying so long. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone. And we'll catch you on the wrestling debate in a little while. Good night, everyone. <laughs>